Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. We've just about made it to weekend freedom, people, and I need it this week. It's Friday, and it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. I-C-Y-M-I, or in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. For the last 20 years, I've been a consultant for SMBs, a voice and a sounding board for business leaders, advocating where I can on their behalf as well as their employees. I believe very strongly in sharing stories, providing perspective, and creating connection. So every single Friday, you can find me right here on talkradio.myc doing just that, lending what's left of my mind and my voice to this radio show where I interview SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. One thing that I've seen over the years, everybody, some of the best thought leadership for SMBs actually happens on Friday, just about the time we feel the freedom of the weekend coming. However, we're also anxious to start the weekend, get into it, get free, forget about work for a little bit, we forget about some of these crucial pearls of wisdom we come across. We get clear, we execute, we clear our plate for the weekend, and then we overlook things in favor of our fun weekend activities and our freedom from work. Here on the show, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity, and we discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. Once again, the name of the show, not just a play on words, everybody. My last name means free in German, free, freedom, free, freedom, a little bit of you know, rhyme and reason, a little bit of method behind the madness. It's getting towards the end of January. Most people have received their credit card statements from holiday time, and they're realizing just how much money they spent. Myself, I'm taking the kids to the happiest, most expensive place on earth in a few weeks, so there will be many swipes of my plastic to look forward to on that trip, which I'm very excited about. From the SMB side, merchant processing, the ability to take credit cards from your patrons, Let's face it, it's a crucial part of the daily operations, and it's also an area of cost to business owners. And in case they don't realize it on their own, they will likely be reminded about their processing fees on a daily basis by hungry sales reps who are calling and stopping into their locations to see if there is any interest in switching processors to save a little bit of money. The world of payments processing can be complex to navigate, and while there are opportunities for SMBs to save money, there are also some meaningful philanthropic types of opportunities to have some of those fees donated to worthy causes. Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about this awesome concept, which is every swipe benefits charity. So the idea of merchant services, it's a broad term, right? It's used to describe a whole range of different types of services for the businesses out there. Generally, when people think of it, you know, they'll think of the idea of being able to accept and process payments with credit cards. It encompasses way more than that. Uh, a lot of behind the scenes type of work, you know, in invoicing, integration with POS systems, all kinds of different work around hardware and software that's involved. It can be very complex and it can also be confusing. But the definition has broadened to encompass a whole lot more tools that are available to business owners out there, some of which they're aware of and some of which, you know, they have no idea about. But you need to build a little bit more understanding these days of what's available out there and what the mission is of your business so you can choose the right provider for your business, right? Remember, we talk a lot here about people in process before product, and there's going to be a whole lot of it today because this is something that gets looked at as a commodity on a daily basis for people who are in the SMB world. You need to have it. But talk is cheap. We're on talkradio.myc. We don't want this to just be talk. 
the goal here is let's use the insight on the SMB landscape and create more impact come Monday morning. Far too often these days, once again, businesses, people in general, they will concentrate on products, technology, new apps, new toys that they think are going to fix everything that's going sideways in their business or just their life, right? Products change every single day in everything that we do. You surround yourself with good people. You execute a good process together. You'll find the right products that are going to fit your business and your model. So I know I have the right people around me today. Today, we're going to chat with Mick Collins, Regional Vice President at Pay It Forward Processing. So originally, I had uh, said last week we were going to speak to Renee Van Heel, the president of the organization. She had to... uh go out in some field business for the organization unexpectedly last minute. So wanted to give you guys just a quick peek uh, behind how the company was started from Renee and her husband David's standpoint. So they started Pay It Forward Processing in 2001 after watching several small businesses really get taken advantage of by credit card processing companies. Again, a lot of different solutions available around the country, whether they're direct or they're brokered, et cetera, et cetera. But they knew that they wanted to do something a little different and cater to the small, medium-sized business community. After they lost their house in a wildfire in 2007, Renee actually started a nonprofit organization, Fired Up Sisters. It helped raise over $5 million in goods and services for fire survivors. But from this initiative, you know, every sort of you know tragedy might bring with it some type of new opportunity and silver lining. Every Swipe Benefits Charity was born, a unique give back program that helps fundraise for charities and provides a philanthropic arm to businesses at no additional cost. And I just I fell in love with this concept ever since I first heard about it. Over four hundred and fifty thousand dollars has already been donated to charities nationwide. Very powerful. Renee and David are family focused and believe the best way to grow business is leading by example, serving others and being uncompromising in ethics while filling each day with importance and significance. But back to my friend Mick, who's joining us today. So Mick has been with the company for just about 10 years now. Phenomenal person to speak with about this topic. He eats, sleeps, lives, breathes it every day from coast to coast. He used to live out in California, now lives on the East Coast, not too far from me. But uh, we'll discuss my favorite questions, as always. He likes movies, TV, and music as well. Joining uh, us from his home base in Maryland, one of Always Friday's biggest fans. Mick, welcome to the show, brother. Great to see you. I'm one of Steve's biggest fans. Hi, Five. Hi, Five. I love it. <laughs> So, Mick, you, you, know, you know I love this concept, right? Ever since yes, I, I heard do. about it, the, not, the profit, for-profit side, the non-profit side, I've been super intrigued. I know that the give-back side of things was introduced very soon after you joined, so I'm excited yeah. to hear your perspective on, on how things have evolved. Tell us a little bit how things got where they are today. You, you might love it almost as much as I do. So how, how I got involved was my wife and I moved to California in 2011, um, I was a life and health insurance agent, independent. So I get to a new community. Nobody's buying insurance for me. I got to get to know them, right? So you start networking and doing all this stuff. I meet a guy who was involved with, with Pay It Forward before it was Pay It Forward, almost from the beginning. Um, we became friendly. He started recruiting, right? Come sell for me. You'll be great. You'll be great. And quite frankly, after about a year and a half, I wasn't selling insurance. So I sat down with him January 2013. My my anniversary was just within the past two weeks, to be honest. Um, didn't know anything about the industry. Um, got a little crashed course. And I said, you know what? I'm in. Uh, Steve, my thought process from a sales perspective was I'm going into businesses talking about Aflac, talking about insurance products, 
And businesses are saying, I don't need to add that right now. Uh, Obamacare had just been implemented. They wanted to see what was going to happen long term with that. So it was kind of it was it was a harder discussion to broach. Conversely, credit card processing, you got a retail store, you're taking credit cards, you're already using that service. Now the question is, can we do it better? Right. Uh, the, the thing I used then to differentiate myself was I'm local. You get my cell number. I'm your guy. You call me. Right. Sure. Um, so that and we had a nice little tagline. You know, we're going to do a side by side comparison. We guarantee good news either way. Either you're in a good spot now or we can save you some money and go from there. Six months in, every swipe benefits charity. And, uh, you know, took a minute to wrap my head around it, but it's a game changer. That's That was my initial thought. And it's been a game changer from that day um, because now I have a different way to to, to open the conversation, right? Yep, Steven, doubt. Steven, nice to meet you. My name is Mick. Let me ask you a question. If your money could, if your if your business could save some money and generate an ongoing donation to charity, is that worth about fifteen minutes of your time? Hell yes. Great, great. Let's sit down and talk. You know, and and conversely, when we have partner nonprofits in a community like the Friendship Club back in California, um, I come in. Stephen, hey, my name is Mick. Um, I'm working on a fundraiser for the Friendship Club, but I'm not going to ask you for money. Do you have a few minutes? Absolutely. So again, a very different entree into opening that conversation with the business owner. It's very non-invasive that way. And, you know, look, a lot of people want to do some philanthropic things and a lot of them feel like they, they never have time for it. And when you talk about small, medium-sized business owners, a lot of them never have time for anything because they're so busy right. operating their business. Right. But, you know, this way, look, they always want to save time and money. You know it. I know it. It's where a lot of my work initiatives have been born out of over the years. But, you know, this is something where they can not only save some time, save some money potentially, just like you know, most people that come in pounding down their door about credit card processing. Right. This is such a powerful discussion. <laughs> like it, almost everybody has some type of charity that hits home for them. So right. what are the reasons they wouldn't do this? Who knows? Uh, it's it's fear of change. That's I think that's the number one objection behind the objection. Sure. Um, but honestly, so it's not only the charitable arm that you're adding to your business at no additional cost, because we are guaranteeing to match or reduce rates, but it's also peace of mind. We're providing peace of mind to a business owner to know they know they don't have to keep a Hawkeye on this part of their business. They're in good hands. They have somebody call, text, or, or Facebook message away, right? And, and, and let's face it, you know, these days, especially following the pandemic, the need for businesses to have some type of you know, payment processing module it, it, it was there beforehand anyway, right. but now it's like you're almost dead in the water without it. it. Yeah, that need was was exponentially increased. But the educational side of it, too, it's like now more and more. And I know we're going to talk about this a little bit. You know, you go into your favorite places to eat. You see a sign that says if you use a credit card, you know, we're, we're going to charge you an extra three and a half percent. It's like that whole concept there's there's education upon slideshow upon PDFs upon documents upon documents even state to state nationwide about how business owners should be handling that discussion <laughs> right right so 
you know, once again, a lot of information about this topic out there. It's a very simple concept. It's moving the money and information from the company, between the company, the clients, the customers, the vendors involved, all of that. But just the nuances around it are vast. Correct. Correct. And, and that's where some business owners can get lost. If they're jumping at the first thing they see when they, when they open their business or they jump at a chance to save 10 bucks a month. Yeah. I know we're going to talk a little bit more about this. We got to take a break. We'll be right back with Mick Collins, regional vice president at Pay It Forward Processing. Stay with us. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. And it's me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. Not just me. We're here with Mick Collins, Regional Vice President at Pay It Forward Processing. Payment processing with a purpose. Every swipe benefits charity. That's the nonprofit arm, and it's a wonderful concept. Again, don't understand why everybody wouldn't try to do something like this. It's just, it's it's phenomenal. But uh, we're going to get into the method behind the madness of Mixed World, which as somebody who's seen a lot of this type of madness from the front lines as well, Mick, I know there's a lot of it. So, But uh, yeah, before we get there, just a quick perspective for everybody out by the fire pit for a moment. The movement of money is always a big discussion, whether you're talking about your personal life or your business life. Everyone can relate to it from their personal lives. Again, going to Disney World in a few weeks with the kids, there's going to be a lot of movement from my pocket to theirs for sure. But, you know, especially in today's world when more and more folks go out in their, in their daily errands and travels and going into their favorite restaurants and they, and they see that they'll be charged an extra percentage if they decide they want to use a credit card. 
And that's not just from the personal side of things as a consumer. For the business owners, there's tons of things to consider when when you're dealing with this type of topic around merchant processing. So you got to be able to be compliant. You want it to be simple. You want it to be flexible enough for everybody. You want things to be funded as soon as possible so that you have your money in your account. You want the fees to be minimal. Yes, every business owner loves to save time and money. But a lot of times when that's the sole focus of saving the time and saving the money, things get commoditized. And if there's one thing I kind of want to take a position on here, it's don't commoditize this discussion. So saving a couple of pennies here and there, if you sacrifice the service, if you sacrifice the education, if you sacrifice you know, a lot of what's around this topic, it, it might not be worth it. Whereas having the right partners like a Mick Collins and a Renee Van Heel with Pay It Forward Processing and Every Swipe Benefits Charity, you'll not only have you know the advocacy that you want on your behalf, you have you'll have a philanthropic arm of your business that donates to charity. Which again, beautiful concept. So Mick, the method behind the madness. This is the science behind what we do. Give everybody a little taste of what you guys are doing, how you're doing it, and how you're going to market for it. So I, I always go back to the core concepts of the company. Um, when Renee started the company in, in 2001, it was with the idea of not having things that aren't fair to business owners. So day one, we didn't, we've never done contracts. We've never had a termination fee. We don't do rate hikes, right? Your rate is your rate. What we will do is an annual basis, review those rates and see if we can save you more money, right? Because it's all about, again, it's that peace of mind. It's about being an advocate and supporting that business, not just taking their money, right? Yes. Um, so to that effect, I, I in California, I was on a board of a chamber for six years. I, I led their volunteer committee for three years. Um, I'm involved in the chamber here in Maryland. Pay It Forward is is on the U.S. Chamber Small Business Council, so which is not 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 to the point but um i got to play kickball next to the washington monument last year so that's fun <laughs> um so yeah it is about that core concept and and kind of educating business owners who maybe did a quick google search to pick a company um to process their payments to you need to know a little bit more about what goes on in this industry and what can be happening to you and the fact is is that most merchants aren't looking at their statements and when they do they don't know what they're seeing but also, because you're you're right, especially as detailed as some of those statements get, there's no way that the merchants understand everything that's going on there. But how about connectivity, integration with other systems that they have? I mean, nowadays, I, I feel like when I speak with certain SMBs, they're, they're getting more sensitive to that because they don't necessarily want to reinvent the entire wheel for their organization. But some of them will forget like that they want certain things to talk to each other. I'm sure you see that in your travels as well. Yeah, definitely. And and the other side of that coin is a trend in the industry for a specific software for an industry to be tied to one processor and, and become proprietary. And it's happening in restaurants, too. Yes. Um, POS systems will be proprietary. I walk in and see them. There's not really a conversation to be had unless the, the business owner is ready to throw that out, start over. <laughs> yes. So um, so that that's the other side of that is making sure that. Uh, and one of the core concepts of the company is is the freedom of choice for a business owner. So, you know, that being said, um, there was a time when if a business was invoicing through QuickBooks, that was, we're done. I can't integrate unless you want to process on the side and take two steps. Yeah. Some people, some people will do that. Those people do like five or six transactions a month. 
you know, others will not. And it, I like that integration. So we have found a vendor um, that can take invoices created in QuickBooks, send them to customers and put them back in once paid without extra steps. So that's very exciting to be able to, to offer that to save businesses money and keep that integration, keep that one step process for them. Yeah, it's a big difference if you're doing five, six transactions a month versus five, six transactions every 10 minutes. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So, so that sort of thing. Um, you know, we don't, uh, we don't do cold calling. Um, even when I first started and I didn't have a, a book of business or a, a base of clients, it was stopping in and introducing myself. It was building a relationship. It was referrals, um, that sort of thing. And, and that's to this day, how we continue to build business. Yeah. And that's, uh, obviously how I met you along the way and in, in our, yes. in our networking types of initiatives in the virtual world during the pandemic. So grateful, grateful to have met you there as well. Uh, Big shout out to Michael Goldberg and Major McDonald. Yep, and, and, this day and necessary. And, and, and Tommy D, philanthropy and focus and on Tommy before D, me. Of course, all, 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 all the crew get the band together. No, right. but you know, this, 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 these types of topics. There's, I feel like every single day that unfolds, there's just there's more and more education that's that's almost needed, and I feel like a lot of times the business owners get the opposite effect with people bombarding them for change. I'll save you money. Change. I'll save you money. And it's it's not really about advocating for the business owner. It's about making a sale happen. And it's, the sad part is that some people buy into it all the time. Right. It, and, and, and that leads to my next point. Great. You're, you're the best, Steve. It is that race to the bottom. It's all yes. about saving money, right? So the other thing that changed when Renee changed the name of the company to pay it forward was instituting a guarantee to match or reduce rates, right? So a business, no business is going to pay more to help us give back. At a minimum, you're going to pay the same and help us donate. So taking that part of the equation off, off the, the table, table. Yep. now we can have a deeper conversation about what's the value add. If you're going to pay the same at minimum, what kind of value can we add to your business on top of, of, top of the pricing, right? And right. that's, again, it's personal support. It's a charitable component. It's the peace of mind knowing you're being treated fairly. You're not locked in a contract. You're not married to us. You can fire us whenever you want. So all big differentiators to me. Yet, you know, I think of all the all the business owners I've dealt with over the last twenty years, and I could easily see some of them with that with that cold hearted type of feel, saying, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to pay the same fees. Yeah, it'd be nice to have the philanthropic arm and everything, but uh, yeah, I'm not, not going to change for that. It's you know, just too much effort to change." And the one that really gets me, that probably gets you too is when, like you said in the last segment, fear of change is probably the biggest reason why people don't use this, is when they, if you show them a potential savings, and you know, just like a lot of industries, if you give it something to that to an SMB owner or their management in writing, and they take it to their existing processor, and they go, hey, guess what? Like, if you can't match this, we're leaving. Right. And then they, oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, we looked at our books and everything. Uh, you know what? We can match this for you. Great. It's, you know, I've, I've worked some miracles. And they, they, you? <laughs> yes. Right. So the fact that you guys audit the statements every year and you're like, hey, if there's a way to save you more money, we will. If we can't, we can't. Like, we're going to take a look at it for you, though. But it's uh, does that not drive you madly insane when <laughs> when people have that discussion with you? Yeah. And, 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 and that comes into... 
That's probably the next segment, but yes, a little bit, is, a little bit. So, but that's a story. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and it's happened. I've, I've talked to business owners, and while I'm with so and so, they actually just lowered my rates. I'm like, great, I'm still happy to take a look, right? Because yeah. what do they lower it to? You know, yeah, exactly. So. You know, I, I, you know, looking at some of the breakdown of the different services, right? And it's, you see this with a lot of you know, payments processing folks. So, you know, you don't see the philanthropic every swipe benefits charity. There's no doubt that's a massive differentiator and some of the differentiators we've spoken about. But invoicing, point of sale integrations, being able to do things from the mobile, you know, you know things that everybody's asking for nowadays. And surcharge, cash discounts, again, something that we see as people going in as consumers and something that business owners need to deal with. Building more of an e-commerce presence if people traditionally haven't had their own websites where they can take payments and take orders. Yeah, all that got big from the pandemic. But one of the ones that that intrigues me from, from what you guys have out there and some things I've seen with some other platforms, the strategic partners, the gateway, the integrations that you might be able to work out, but also potential free equipment. And anytime I see free, I, you know, I always have a little bit of an element of, yeah, you know, right. just like anybody does, but talk to us a little bit more about this. So we're, we're very agnostic as, as far as equipment or gateways solutions. Um, because at the end of the day, our goal is to find the best fit for that business, not only for today, but where they want to be in five years. Okay. Right. So we have some strategic partners um, I'll mention one briefly is e-processing network. Um, and it's a tremendous product that a la carte can expand with a business owner's needs, with a virtual terminal, with a point of sale physically, with a mobile point of sale, with e-commerce, um, incorporating many other things in that system, ACHing, for example, recurring payments, that sort of thing. Right. right. So a really powerful tool. Um Again, it's not like we, we don't have one point of sale that we push. Hey, you got to buy this one, right? There are people out there that just deal with point of sale systems. And here, I'm going to put this system in your store, whether it's a fit or not. You know, it, it makes it takes me back a long way, actually, to thinking about, you know, just some of the, the regular banking model out there where it's like, you have you have your checking account, and then what happens? Like they want to offer you a savings account, a line of credit, a credit card, mortgages, like all this type of stuff. And you know, I've I've worked for some organizations along the way in the human capital management space. We're very very similar, and there's absolutely been, and rightfully so, a change in the tide a little bit of being more of that consultative solution where. When you think of me, I want you to think of this. Everything else that could ever plug into this or that you ever want to communicate and transmit information or money or whatever, I can try to help steer you in the right direction. But just think of me for this piece. Right. So it's, it's, it seems like you would find yourself in a whole bunch of those conversations, which I know is part of the madness that we're going to talk about after we take this break. But also, it's going to be some fun madness, too. Like, you have the big check behind you of the Friendship Club, and that was one of the pictures that I had in my crazy queue of pictures with my green screen all queued up. But there's so many other fun stories that you and the organization have of being able to walk into places with with checks. And just yeah. because of the way that that you guys are set up and that and that you work with the business owners as an advocate for them, but also as an advocate of of charitable causes. So we're going to we're going to take this quick break, but we'll be right back with Mick Collins, regional vice president at Pay It Forward Processing. Stay with us. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? 
Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with Mick Collins, Regional Vice President at Pay It Forward Processing. Awesome platform, awesome concept, sister company, nonprofit versus for-profit. Uh, every swipe benefits charity, creating philanthropic arms for for-profit businesses, for them taking credit cards, sending some of the money to charity. I just, I love this whole concept. I feel like I could talk about it all day. Listening to, listening to Tommy D's commercial during the break, I, I just, I think about, you know, Tommy being so focused on nonprofits and the work that, that you guys do and the work, the type of work that I do. A lot of times I'm working with for profit businesses, but you guys have kind of the best of both worlds. And you talk about the concept of community connection and Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector. There's just so many ways to do such positive work here with this type of concept, with this type of crew, as opposed to the cutthroat race to the bottom, race to zero, like you talked about before, commoditized approach to this industry. It's such a breath of fresh air, I can't even tell you. (laughs) But we are going to talk a little bit about the madness piece now. So, Mick, the madness of the show here is the artistic observational views that you have, the stories you have from the field, no subject to taboo, anything goes. We touched on a couple of things that could definitely borderline madness of the industry. And I definitely want to talk about some of the fun stuff, too. It's you've, you've handed out lots of these big checks over the last 10 years to you know, folks that – are so appreciative and so grateful and such positive energy and aura around a topic that's commoditized every single day in the business world. But enough of me talking. Let's hear a little bit from you. Give us a little bit of the madness of your world. I want to tell you a quick story about one of the first checks I gave to these guys. So in the old days, it wasn't automated. So I get a check in the mail um, saying, this is how much we're going to donate. And I got to make that thing. So before I get the check in the mail, 
we schedule, hey, let's do it after your board meeting. I'll get some hors d'oeuvres there, some finger food, and we'll do a photo op in front of your board. Great. And this was like a few months after they got on board, right? So I get the check in the mail. It's $520. This organization just came off their annual fundraiser where they raised 80 grand, right? <laughs> I'm going 500 bucks, really? Um, so I do this whole thing where they don't know the amount and I flip it over. Um, I got to tell you, and Machen was at that event, by the way, Machen McDonald. Um, the, the surprise and the gratitude they showed when I flipped that check, right? Because every dollar counts. Absolutely. Right? So that, that kind of, that drove it home for me. All right, this is cool. 500 bucks is cool. Now let's work to increase it. And the biggest check we gave them was like 5,700 bucks a few years later. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, especially when you're talking about a worthy cause and charitable organizations, like it's, I can understand how you probably felt like coming off of the yeah. big fundraiser. Oh yeah. I, I got a little bit too. Yeah. But. Oh no. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's been a tremendous journey on, on that side of the business. Uh, on the other side, it's also been very interesting. Some of the things I've, I've run across, um, there was a business in, in Grass Valley, California that I had my eye on. Um, a woman had just recently purchased it. So I went in there, introduced myself, started that process. And she goes, look, I'm, I'm really busy running the business. Give me some time. No problem. A few months later, she gives me statements. We come back. We can save you about $65 a month, but you're going to have to buy a new machine, right? Ah, the math doesn't really work out for me right now but I'll keep you in mind. Fair enough. So I keep popping in, get a beer, get a slice, whatever. And, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, a few months later, she says, I've, I've had time to look at this and I think they raised my rates. Can you take a look again? Sure. She hands me a statement. Three seconds. I look down. Yeah. They almost doubled what they're charging you. So yeah. And I'm going to save you about 130 bucks a month. Yeah. Let's get started. Right. So um, those are the kind of things I run across all the time. And you and I talked before the show, um, and, and I mentioned it earlier, um, you know, hey, I, I, I approach a business and they say, well, my processor just reduced my rates. Great. I'm still happy to take a look. Right. Because I'm, I'm thinking pretty much they didn't lower them as much as they could have. Right. And, and again, after her rates were lowered, we were saving her one hundred and eighty bucks a month. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, a small business that can mean a lot. Um, last story I'll tell. One story I'll tell is is a business that had was in a contract. She wants to work with us. Let's find out if I'm in a contract. All right, great. She calls. Yes, I'm in a contract. Ask them how to get out of it. And she says, I could pay $11,000 to get out of the contract early. 11 grand. She says, I can't do that. I said, I wouldn't expect you to. That's ridiculous, <laughs> right? So um, ask them how to cancel. They required a 90-day notice and a 30-day notice. To, for, for the intent to cancel at the end of the term of the contract, otherwise it auto renews. And, and that's something a lot of businesses don't get. The contract will auto renew for at least a year at a time. So you're, you're kind of stuck. Yeah. And uh, it's, I, I've seen it happen as well. A lot of times with the restaurant hospitality leisure world where they get swept up in the idea of this is what everybody in the industry is using and it's all about a particular product. Right. So, you know, there is a big need to be to be more on the consultative side here. And, you know, we've spoken a little bit about the bombardment around the country to, to switch processors. You know, some of them big national names, some of them local, you know, white labeled brokered solutions, whatever it is that people start up and decide they want to be in the payments type of business. Right, right. So um, we talk about madness and, and obviously the pandemic was like the height of madness, right? 
So um, one of the things that was happening on the business side um, was instituting mobile payments uh, mm -hmm. as well as e-commerce for retailers who traditionally wouldn't have considered that. Now they need to because of curbside, curbside pickup, because I want to sell my products online, uh, because people aren't coming in the store or less people are coming in the store, right? Um, another thing that, that I don't think gets enough attention was the contactless payments, right? right? Which is relatively new in the States. Um, Pre-pandemic, the United States was at about 25% contact use on, on transactions versus Canada, Britain, and Australia were at like 75%, way ahead of us. Right. And uh, pandemic obviously increased that. Well, some merchants didn't have contactless machines. So we need to upgrade those, either the software or the hardware, right? So again, just, just you gotta look, you gotta think outside the box and, and be ahead of these things. Um, I mean, we were like that with, with EMV requirements, you know, 10 years ago, eight years ago, whatever it was. So the EMV requirements, PCI compliance is like in my world of, of, you know, dealing with small, medium sized yeah. businesses, you know, SMB guy, fine. Like there's so many acronyms out there. And some of them I just find to be like totally unnecessary. Almost like I feel like all the business owners I've seen, like even alongside of other folks in the industry that do merchant processing, and they'd be, they'd be talking to them in kind of like a scary manner of like, Oh, you need to be PCI compliant. Right. PCI, doesn't that just stand for like payment card industry like, or something? Yes. It's, really, it's really simple. Like Yes. Payment card industry. And and basically what it is, it's it's those guys, Visa, MasterCard, Discover, Amex decided we need a schedule, a standard for securing cardholders. Because the fact of the matter is, if you and I as cardholders lose faith in the system, we're gonna stop using them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, but but the other, the other token is that businesses need, especially small businesses, yes. need to be protected. Um, a, a, a security breach for a small business can be devastating. It can put it them out crippling. of business. Yeah, put them out of business even. So, yeah. you know, like Home Depot, Target, they've had breaches. And guess what? Oh, no big deal. Right? Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. Moving along. Nothing to see here. <laughs> We've tightened our security and, and everybody, you know, eventually forgets about stuff like that. Cause I know there's time. I don't want to shop at target now. Look at people back in there. <laughs> you know what? Even with some of the biggest names out there though, like that, when that happens, the memory is long. People remember that that information was compromised. Oh, a decade later. And, and I'm sure there are people that still will not shop at those places because that happened. hundred percent ago. Right. But yeah, I mean, think about a small business that's doing, you know, sixty, eighty thousand dollars a month now with that that stigma. Yeah. I mean and the vulnerability, the liability. Yeah. Like simple stuff that you know business owners want. They want it to be simple. They want it to be compliant in theory. They want it to be cost effective, save money. It's like, and you know, you and I have discussed it in very simple terms. It's like lo looking at a statement is is a lot of times about the can I save you money. Mm -hmm. Then the further discussion of actually getting to know someone, people to people, and building the relationship. Like the big question you ask is, are we the right fit for you? And to me, that's so much more important for this industry then the can I save you money? And yet, guess where most people concentrate the attention? I, I go, back to, um, go back to some madness and things I've seen on statements, right? You're being charged for PCI assistance. And the very next line is PCI noncompliance, a fee, right? 
So if I'm paying for assistance, how am I? I'm not getting assistance. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. right? right. So in that case, the processor has no incentive to get that merchant compliant. Right. None. So, so that sort of thing. Um, extra service fees on statements, right? What are you paying for? Do you talk to your rep? Do you have a guy to talk to? Not really. It's an 800 number. Well, you're right. paying for, you know, you should have that. <laughs> And you know what? It's like, I've again, been part of some of those systems too, where, you know, the dedicated contact, that role by definition, sometimes in certain organizations, it's like, well, if they're not good at it, they either quit or get fired. And if they are good at it, they get promoted. So the dedicated, the dedicated contact doesn't stay dedicated for too long. Kind of no matter what. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've tried to help a merchant cancel their old processor. And I got a business card in there and the phone number is disconnected and the email bounces for the rep that sold them the service. Yeah. A lot, a lot, and, of, a lot of churn and burn. And, and, you know, again, there's that comes down to when you hear about sales reps around the country bombarding business owners day in, day out. It's a, it's a very simple barrier to entry business for people to get involved in that are looking to do something new, let's say, and build a new career. Right. But the ones who really stand the test of time and, you know, get real passionate about what they do and how they do it in this type of space – they're they're not the fly by night. Hey, like you know, switch processors. It's a piece of cake. I'll save you five cents a year. Right. Like it's it's not. Yeah, it's and, not and they're taking that. the time to learn how this part of a business impacts a business beyond just hey, I'm making money. I'm saving you money. Let's do this. I got to throw one thing of madness by you myself because this is something that is on my mind anytime I walk into a store. As a consumer, right? And again, like I've dealt with tons and tons of small, medium-sized businesses. But as a consumer, would you think that people as a whole feel better when they see a sign that says, if you use a credit card, you will be charged 3.5% extra? Or if they see something that they normally pay $10 for, cost them $10.40 or $10.50? Which one do you think impacts them in a in a more positive way or negative way? I'm curious to get your commentary on that. Well, the, I mean, the easy answer and, and kind of obvious is a cash discount is an incentive for the customer versus a penalty, yes. right? So that's the whole frame of mind. And when you talk about, can I fit your business? Um, that's the other thing that comes into play. I just had this conversation that last night with the business owner. We talked about surcharging and he yes. said, I would never do that. I would never do that to my customer. It's just a business expense. I'll pay it. Right. As long as you view that and cover that expense, you're golden. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just saying in general, because like because this topic obviously has come up a ton in the last couple of years with business owners yeah. trying to navigate it. And I look Dude. at it and I, I'm just like, well, if you really want to have a positive effect on, on your, your customers, your clients, it's like if they see something go from ten dollars to ten forty or ten fifty they might not get too upset about it, but right. if they see a big sign in their face that says, if you pay by the norm, the the means, we're, we're if, you pay, if you pay right. by the means that everybody pays by, we're going to bang, bang you out extra and, money. And for it's it. specific too. So like as a cardholder, I don't mind paying an extra 50 cents at a, at a coffee shop for, for a cappuccino, right? Big deal. I don't carry cash, but I'm not going to pay an extra $300 for my transmission because I got to use a credit card. Yes. So it's, yes. it's that kind of thing too. Yeah. And yeah, definitely, uh, you know, people do start, start crunching the numbers when they see those signs right in their face, but they start making a financial decision. Yeah. Yeah, You know what? Maybe I'll I'll just wait on this. Like I'm going to need to call my accountant. I'll be right back before I uh, buy this burrito. (laughs) 
Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with Mick Collins, Regional Vice President at Pay It Forward Processing. Stay with us, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We are chatting with my good friend Mick Collins, Regional Vice President with Pay It Forward Processing. Some great little tidbits from Mick here on the world of payments processing, but especially with the spin that this organization has with Every Swipe Benefits Charity. Again, love the concept. So powerful, so interesting, and so differentiated from the other folks that are out there just trying to you know, save five cents a year on payment processing. Mick, you know I love the concept. This is the message part of the show to bring everything home. The whole idea from Weekend Insight to Monday Impact, and there's no doubt that you guys are making an impact with a goal of donating a million dollars to charity and having you guys about halfway there as far as all the efforts thus far. That's unbelievable. It's it's for a concept that started what, like nine years ago? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I look at something like this, you know, just to kick this in the, in the direction here, like some of the things that you said along the way, you know, and, and that, you know, I've heard from Renee too, you know, everyone can get together and make a difference. The idea of community connection is like, you know, again, I, I like to stay away from product product first mindset. It's all about the people in the process. But at the end of the day, one of the best products I can do is make a connection for somebody. And that's, you know, again, we're, we're networking folks like that's how we ended up meeting each other. But something like this, you know, instead of looking at it in a vacuum of here's my business, here's how we take payments and here's how we report things and here's how we want to save money and time. It's about, yeah, like, let's, let's see if we could save the time and the money. Let's make sure that we have the right fit for our organization, the right equipment, hardware, software that we need. But let's say if, see if at the same time we can 
donate to a worthy cause. Really, really cool is that um, I had a had a coffee with a guy yesterday, a one-to-one, and then I'm at a networking event last night. At the networking event, I got a referral for the guy I just met with that day. It's, <laughs> it's somebody it's else. insane, right? Insane. So I did the email introduction this morning, and he's beyond. He's over the moon with it. So I'm a hero. Um, so I want to go back to, um, you You call it payment processing with a purpose. That's a, that's a uh, phrase we've coined. We also say merchant services on a mission, credit card processing for a cause. Um, Love it. Yeah. Part of the, the mission and the purpose and the cause is to show business owners that it doesn't have to hurt them. It can be fair. And then the further mission is and purpose is to prove that it can do good. Um, spending the time in Northern California, working with three organizations locally, I saw the impact of what we were doing up close and personal, right? right? So this isn't just, hey, we're throwing money over here and here's some money over here. No, I mean, we really see this. You know, we've had some of our nonprofit uh, leaders uh, on our weekly uh, company call to talk about their mission and, and how important this program is for them. I mean, you have to. I feel like it's some of the best stories yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, to go back to, to the message uh, for business owners, it's taking a closer look at your processing situation, right? So I go back to when I first started. You're doing this thing. You got to do it. Can we do it better, right? Let's shine some light on this that maybe you didn't see before because you're not opening those statements or you're not reading it, right? Which is you know, understandable. Um, and if everything is equal, why not help give back? Stephen, in 10 years of doing this, I count one person, one, I'm talking about this program and he stopped me. And he said, if I don't care about that, if you save me money, you have my business, right? There's Versus, always one. <laughs> right. I, you know what? You win. Versus countless people have told me I would pay more to, to do this. get back, right? So we had, we had a business in San Diego, not my client, but we were saving him some astronomical number, five, 600 bucks a month. And he said, why don't you keep my pricing the same? Then you have more to donate. And, and it was Renee that said, no, we don't work that way. That's your money, right? If you want to donate it, donate it. If you want to expand your business, expand. If you want to take your wife on a vacation, do that. It's your money. We're going to give you the fair pricing, right? So um, the, the personal service, having an advocate for your business. You talk about community connecting, my clients become my network, right? Yeah. So in, in, a, in a community in California, it was that. It was, you know, I became known, hey, you know somebody? Yeah, I know somebody. And connect those, those clients that maybe didn't know each other or didn't know possibilities. Being a serial networker and a serial connector, it's, it, it, I love that whole concept, obviously. It's a lot of times my clients, my, my show guests and things like that, they, they end up being friends and there's a real relationship long time, business and personal. And it's, you know, a lot of times why I don't have time to do anything ever because I'm busy hanging with everybody, but that's, <laughs> it's so much more fun that way to me. Yeah. So bringing, you know, the community together, again, a lot of times you're talking about networking, it revolves a lot around community. A lot of times business owners, SMBs, like they feel, especially from the ownership and leadership type of side of things, they feel like they're a little bit alone sometimes. Mm -hmm. Some of them have, you know, strategic partnerships and everything, but it's all about everyone, you know, the almighty dollar cash is king, making the money that they need to make and, and growing the business, growing the revenues. There's right. just like just having having this type of a, a mission 
there's so much good that can come out of it. Like, and again, like you said, you saw it up close and personable, it's personal. It's, it, it can do good in addition to just being there. <laughs> so yeah, our, our, our tagline before we became pay it forward was your business is our business. And when I first started those just six months of selling processing, I took that to heart. So now listen, when, when you do good, I'm going to do good. So right. I'm going to help your business. When I pop in on a service call or a check in, I'm going to do a little social media check in, give you some love, right? There are so many like business models I can think of out there that are, you know, somewhat reflexive of that. Like the better you do, the better I'm going to do. Yeah. And that's, you know, I totally understand that. But, you know, having the, the, like I can add a philanthropic arm to your business. We can use the existing structures that you have, not only potentially improve them, save a little bit of money, et cetera, but, be able to donate to a worthy cause. And you can see that impact. You talk about from Weekend Insight to Monday Impact. It's like not only should everybody be thinking about, all right, let's grab a quick statement and have Mick take a look at it. Think about if you had that extra money in your coffers instead of giving it to a vendor, where would you donate it to? That's a great thing to think about over the weekend for Monday Impact. So there, didn't mean, didn't, mean, didn't mean to put words in your mouth, but I got really excited about it real there. Great sure. thing to think about for a Monday impact. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so, Mick, uh, you know, give give my give our regards to Renee. I know she had to go out and do some work with the organization. You know, you know, I've wanted you to come in here and hang out with me for a while. So I'm happy to. This 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 was great. Pleasure to have you here as always. Kick around some ideas, and you know, this is a topic again. Both of us have kind of seen it in a bunch of different ways from the front lines, and uh, I have no doubt that there'll be ever-evolving madness and discussion and education that needs to happen around it. So, you know, I'm sure this topic will be revisited in some way, shape, or form again. But before I let you go for the day, we're going to let everybody in on the answers that you gave me to my questions. Once again, who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? and who's the artist you'd like to hear play it so i was i was totally into these answers some of them uh repeat offenders from my from my guests but you said your favorite character was don draper from mad men and uh, i know you have actually put together some quotes and thoughts around each of these so why don't you share with us what you know something from don draper's pearls of wisdom so that one that's apropos is success comes from standing out not fitting in couldn't agree more couldn't agree more and a lot of times you know, when people are coming around trying to do the commoditized approach, it's trying to insert themselves, fit them into the business however possible. Not a, right. not a standout performance. They get bombarded with it every freaking day. That was uh, another one of my favorite quotes. That's what the money's for. <laughs> That's what the money's for. <laughs> and, and honestly, that was a tough call, favorite character. Well, of course, it is for me uh, too. But you know, a lot of times you ask that question, there's something that'll immediately pop into the head, right? But you you said that your favorite TV show was The Sopranos, and you also said that wasn't just to kiss my ass because I'm a Jersey guy. But right. you know, that is also because you've watched it through and through seven times at this point. Seven times, all the way through. Yes. So what do you hear? What do you say? What are your pearls of wisdom here? It, it stands the test of time. Uh, I'm going to go to a Tony Soprano quote. No profanity. A wrong decision is better than indecision. More is lost and by indecision than wrong decision. That's one of my I, favorites, too. When I saw that, it reminded me of a famous Yogi Berra quote, one of my favorites of all time. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. Just keep moving forward, right? Keep moving forward. Pay it forward. Keep moving, baby. Pay it forward. And you said you like the drums and the sweet sounds coming from Dave Grohl. Yes. So what, what kind of wisdom do you have from, from, from Mr. Grohl? Dave said, no one is you. That's your power. 
Love it. It goes, it goes yeah. along with some of, some of my thoughts as well. And uh, having a picture of him in uh, carpool karaoke was something that I wasn't prepared to find while I was looking for pictures <laughs> out there, but I, I kind of dug it. Mick, thanks again for being here, man. Really appreciate uh, it. Great, great topic of discussion. Something that people definitely need to be educated about and not commoditized for sure. Thanks for having me. And, and as always, high five. <laughs> high five back to you, man. Uh, we will be back next week, 11 a.m. Eastern time, right after Tommy D on Philanthropy and Focus, right here on talkradio.myc. We hope you got some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. We'll see you next time, everybody. Have a great weekend. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. on edge hey we live in challenging edgy times so let's lean in i'm sandra bargeman the host of the edge of every day which airs each monday at 7 p.m eastern time on talkradio.nyc tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges that's the edge of every day on mondays at 7 p.m eastern time on talkradio.nyc Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.